This is the Cogent Code podcast, logical and convincing standards or rules to live by in today's society. This is Jordan Vectemba, Akil Vectemba's oldest daughter and legacy. Welcome back to the Cogent Code podcast. Today's topic is what the hell do you meme? This episode of the Cogent Code podcast is about memes and the internet trends like the Vine and TikTok. These days, memes are used for all kinds of purposes. They help us connect, serve as conversation starters, help smooth over a conflict, or make a point. Memes can bring us laughter, helping us unwind a bit sometimes. For many of us, they also provide the perfect distraction from rough situations and bring light to bad news, which we've all had our share of. For the most of us, Memes are used primarily as a form of entertainment. They're simple yet influential enough to penetrate a wide variety of niche circles and create viral pieces of content that everyone talks about. Some parts of meme culture has led to ripples in our society beyond the Internet. Think about it. Every meme is created by someone whose intention is to possibly go viral whether for entertainment or persuading someone to see the topic through their lenses. We're going to talk about the meme culture and how they influence society and social change, entertain us, and what the evolution of memes look like. In this episode, we're going to dive into the world of memes famous video and famous video clips. We'll tap into the funniest to the most serious and everything in between. Let's get into it. So in the Urban Dictionary, we looked at memes, and of course they have a, a, a definition for this too. So memes are a lifestyle and art used by teens and adults who are willing to live a life that doesn't include depression. Typically or technically, memes are the main re- reason half the world isn't com- committed to die. I mean, that's pretty serious. That's pretty serious, like, yeah. Thank goodness uh, for so, memes, right? Right. So TikTok, the Vine can also be considered, although they're not technically memes, they're short video type of sequences, right, that people use to make comedy out of real life situations or um, kind of do challenges. So, um, you know, we have some some memes um, that, you know, you did a lot of research on these memes. I didn't even know that there were that that many memes. I mean, maybe I need to be spending more time. Um, but, um, there, there were, there were some, um, also like now we have TikTok, but back in our day, like, I don't know how, how long ago this was six years ago. Right. 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 Well, you know, the your- internet, the internet works in, 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 you know, in light speed. So, you know, things that were popular, you know, three or four years ago seem like they were 20 years ago, but yeah, what was it three or four years ago, you know? Everybody was talking about, you know, the vine and, and they were doing vines, which went all went viral. Then obviously today, TikTok is the hottest thing on the planet. And everybody from from celebrities to your average Joe to little kids to everyone is TikToking everywhere right now. Yeah. So what I remember is this. So that little girl was like the famous Vine girl, right? And she was super cute. I I don't even think she was like 
maybe five or six. Right. In a little ballerina outfit. And her mom was like, do it for the vine. And she had this little dance. And obviously you could hear her say, I ain't going to do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And super cute. Right. But everybody, I remember when the vine came out and they were going to do these little videos when you told them to do it for the vine, they'd be like, I ain't going to do it. Right, <laughs> so. right. And that just became the thing, right? So, I mean, it, it was funny because even in my house, um, you mentioned, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about my little one. She's 10 now. But when that was out, you know, she had to be five or six years old, maybe a little younger. And with that was a thing every single day, you know, do it for the vine. We would be recording her and playing some music or whatever it was to just get her to to do it and she loved it and she would laugh so hard and we would laugh so hard. I think I still have some of those videos, but yeah, no, that the, the buying one was pretty funny. And then obviously because I'm, I'm all extra stoic and, 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 you know, laid back, I would never do it. And then I had to break down at, at certain points and they actually had me doing it for the vine too. Wow. They had you doing it for the vine. Huh? Had me doing it for the vine. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, other than the Vine one, one of my favorite memes, uh, well, and I almost dressed up as this for Halloween one year, was the Kermit the Frog who sits back in the chair with the tea. And he basically says, uh, he says something about, you know, people like, um, you know, you went over to that guy's house last night but that ain't none of my business right, <laughs> right. So everything right, 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 right. was like not his business but he was sipping yeah. the tea yeah, right yeah. so he was like getting into the tea for black people just so people who don't know what the tea is the right. tea is like the gossip or That's the right. or, or or you know something you've got to say to us right mm-hmm. and and so we'll say what's the tea you're like tell us what's up right let's tell yeah. tell us what the the business is and so by him slipping the tea was like he was into the gossip but he was at the same time saying it that that it's none of my business right like yeah. it ain't none of my business so no, that was one of my good. favorite those are good and 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 you know wendy williams is big on the tea we know anybody who knows wendy williams that's her thing with the tea but i remember yeah i remember some of those with kermit the frog and the tea was you know it'd be like the one like you said um or it'd be like you know someone's a vegan and i saw you eating a steak but I ain't gonna say that, right. Like I right, I'm gonna right. Put my tea on that, or it'd be, you know, different different things like that. And and uh, those were always incredibly fun and and funny and 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 relatable. Which is which is the cool thing about memes is that you know the the ones that are the hottest or the most popular are the ones that are most relatable to you know to all of us. And, you know, especially in different cultures. And and uh, so was, those were hilarious. I love those too. Yeah. So tell me some of your favorites, man. I just, you know, I, I have, you know, I, I, man, I'm just a fan. Um, I probably spend too much time. And as you said, I did my research (laughs) in in this time in this, in this, uh, you know, no effort research that I was doing on this topic. Um, I ran across so many memes that were, that were just, hilarious i mean we we know everybody you know who who's watched kind of followed memes that have been you know seen the michael jordan crying face meme so you know anytime a team lost anytime a you know something happened i even seen the michael jordan face um crying face meme on donald trump when he lost the election i saw you know the michael jordan crying face meme on you know on on all kind of things and so you know that's hella funny but 
but the one, and I'm going to actually play it for you right now, that uh, one of the ones that, that's your favorite and one of my favorites is the, you know, you about to lose your job meme. And so let me, let, for all of those who, who never heard that one, let's, uh, let's jump into that real quick. I just have one thing to say. So that's 39 seconds of uh, of fun, and and for those who didn't didn't see that, you should look it up because it is hilarious. But it's a, a young lady who who actually um, was being detained by I think officer or security guard or something, and um, and obviously felt like she shouldn't be detained for whatever it was, and went into a whole song and dance. And and it became viral about you about to lose your job. And it was so funny because the the actual the officer held did everything he could possibly do not to laugh while he had her handcuffed. It looked like he he was about to bust because it was so ridiculous. That shit is funny. I mean, it it was super, super funny. Now, uh, there's the one um, if you guys remember. And obviously it, it makes light of a very serious situation, but there was the one guy who ended up uh, saving, uh, what was her name? Was her last name De Jesus? The, the little girl who had been um, kidnapped and there were two other girls inside the house. Uh, of, oh, of this yeah. Guy. In, in Ohio. Yeah. Yes. And so on the news, he gets interviewed and he basically says like, when when a white girl runs into a black man's arms, you know something must be oh, going yeah. on. And and it went it went viral, right? That whole oh, interview. But he was serious as a heart attack he was about serious. what he was saying. Yeah, right? yeah. No, that one was hilarious. That was hilarious. But he became, you know, and so when you talk about these memes and you talk about him in particular, and you talk about the lady, the other one that you were telling me about that I was cracking up at, the one I ain't got time for that, you know, oh, nobody let me got see time if for that. I can find that girl. <laughs> yeah, Let's find that one. The house so But you know, those yes. those I think all those, and then the, what's the other one? They they raping they raping women and children. What's the what's the oh, one? Hide your wife, hide your wife, yeah. Hide your kids, so hide your wife. They've all been in movies. They've all been in movies. Yeah. I watched the movie, and they were all in the same movie, like back to back. I don't know. It was some kind of parody movie, but it was hilarious. And they had each one of them on there uh, doing their you know doing their famous uh, their famous line, which is which is hilarious. And and for us, it's funny. Those are funny because in our community, for some reason, we've always had when the news comes to our to our community, they go and find the most funniest, (laughs) funny, you know, uh, just just out of the out of the norm person to interview about what happened at the scene of the crime. Let me see if yes, let me see if we can listen to a little bit of. 
this one. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Oh, Lord Jesus. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got her. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, funny. funny. Yes. Her name is what sweet, sweet brown or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And she was when I saw that, I almost fell over dying, laughing. And I actually had an ex where me and him had the weirdest, funniest, like back and forth. So we would that we had that one. We had the hide your kids, hide your wife. And there was another guy who, unfortunately, to say, I think he was on crack or something. And Mm -hmm. he was in Florida. And he he kept, uh, he would be in a drive-thru, but he was like throwing his money on the ground. And he said, throw your money on the floor. And he thought he was a rapper. So he would make (laughs) all of these like like, sounds. So like me and my ex, when we would be just talking normally, we would break out in these little like, if if the conversation gave way to this, right? Like gave way to something, you'd be like, well, do you have any money? I'd be like, throw your money on the floor. (laughs) And we would just bust out laughing. And people around us were like, what? is going on with those two but they're just so funny and relatable that it's like oh my gosh it just it it just is hilarious hilarious and it's a trip that you know like we said in the in the opening um you know human beings and and you you and I both study sociology at one point in our lives um human beings are are amazing at finding ways to cope right and so this yeah. whole meme thing and, and, and a lot of this stuff came, you know, came to fruition and actually came became popular, you know, within the last year or so. And, and you know, while we're going through the pandemic and while we're going through, you know, the social strife and while we're going through this whole, you know, cultural awakening, all of these things are going on. Um, the whole this whole meme culture and this six seconds of viral video that, you know, have carried us through. You know, some in some ways, you know, prevented us from from being depressed, prevented us from being, you know, or or just simply just entertained us. And I think it's it's crazy. Um, remember the remember the 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 fly on Mike Pence's head? And how oh my goodness! Came out of that. Well, so I, I was watching that debate, and the funny thing is, is when the fly landed on his head, I was texting somebody who was also watching the debate, right? And I was like. Do you see that on his head? Like, like literally, I was like, "Do you see that on his head?" How does he not feel that? that? Yeah, and I was like, "Why doesn't he feel that?" But his hair obviously was hairspray, right? Yeah, and the fly couldn't get away because the fly was stuck. Like two minutes, like two or three minutes, and I just was thinking Kamala was just keeping her face so straight. You know, she saw that fly. Yes, indeed, and she wanted to say something so bad. Matter of fact, I think she wanted to she wanted to reach over and and you know smack it off the top of his head, but you know 
that would have been an issue. But but that from that particular situation in that moment, you know, Saturday Night Live did a whole thing on oh it. My gosh. You know, there, yes. there, there, you know, there's so many people that were actually the fly that that you know had had little comedy skits, and then you know, and then there were like a million memes on that. Um, one of the other ones that I that you know really hit um, heavy and went viral was the Fleetwood Mac Dreams one with the with the guy that was uh, I think his name is Dogface something. I, I should shout him out, but he. He actually brought a lot of uh, kind of peace and entertainment to people, but he's he's riding on a longboard skateboard, um, just a you know cool ass cat, and he's just riding on a skateboard and he's drinking like a gallon size ocean spray and this whole Fleetwood Mac song. But he's no, life. he's holding onto a car, right? Um, not in no, not in not in. In the the original ones, when he oh, so I must have seen phone. other people. Yeah, okay. oh, no, there's been, and that's the thing is that this that yeah. whole thing is is it was re, redone by celebrities, by other regular people, by you know, and, and apparently, um, it was so popular that I think that Ocean Spray actually bought him a truck and filled the the bed of it with Ocean Spray juices. So like he, it became a profitable thing for him as well, which is awesome. You know, but um, but yeah, that's just the kind of the power of this thing. But and and uh, apparently also Fleetwood Mac that song sold like it revitalized that song for that band, mm-hmm. which had been you know kind of you know played out and and not you know not in 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 regular circulation. So you know that that was a trip. That was a trip, and and you know the timing of that was perfect. And I think I remember you know, some of the news outlets that were even playing it were saying that it was, you know, the timing of it was so necessary. People needed that good feeling and that good, you know, that good thing. I think we had just hit, you know, 200,000 deaths during the pandemic or something like that. And that came out and it just made people feel, feel pretty good. Um, Well, the the newest one that I saw is um, if 20, if if 2020 was a subscription or something, it, I'd like to cancel it right in 2021, like, or if 2021 was a subscription, I'd like to cancel it like seven days in just because the Capitol uh, insurrection had happened at that point. And and I was sharing with you, I think that people tried to act like the day that it turned 2021, like all of the badness of 2020 was going to go away. And I was thinking, it, the clock just turned. That's nice to think. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm not so sure. And then yeah. seven days in, you know, we're we're already six, seven days in, and we're we're seeing some we're crazy stuff. We got we got the capital storm by crazy folks. Yeah, no, that 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 was a trip, and and there was a lot of you know there were a lot right before. Speaking of memes, obviously there were a lot of memes right before New Year's that were like. Like you said, you know, people, people, you know, wiping sweat off their foreheads and their brows. And, you know, I'm so glad I can't wait for 2020 to be over. Like, like you said, like we were going to on, on January 1st. It was going to wipe it all away. It was going to come out and everything was going to be cool. And uh, no, we were still in the same reality. But, you know, I thought it was cute, though, that evening. uh, Lots of people wish me Happy New Year, which. I thought like, oh look, you still try- yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still try to celebrate. Okay. Yes, Happy yes, New indeed. Year to you too. All right. So what about quarantine memes? Like Oh my I gosh. Mean- 
There's been a it's million. Wild. There's been a million. Yeah. And and one of the things that that you know that kind of got me with the quarantine memes that was funny and kind of that that stuck with me was, you know, they would show like on one side on you know a split screen and on one side of the screen it'd be March nineteen uh, or twenty nineteen, right? And so in March yeah. twenty nineteen they'd be like, you know, I'm balling out, I'm flexing, I'm. Um, this, that, and the other, and in that picture, it'd be someone with a, with a new car, fly car, fresh, you know, drip. They'd be, you know, they they'd be flossing jewelry, or they'd be flossing, you know, a new house, or they'd be flossing all this other stuff. And then on the on the split screen on the other side, they'd be flexing in twenty in March of twenty twenty, and they'd be sitting on you know like a, a mountain of toilet paper, right? Or they'd be sitting on like you know on like you know. 200 gallons of, of hand sanitizer, right? Because our reality, obviously within the, you know, from, from one year later, completely changed. And, you know, you saw the stores. I'm sure there were a million memes on that. The stores, people hoarding, hoarding and fighting oh with paper and paper towels and Clorox wipes and, you know, all that crazy stuff. So, um, so yeah, that, the quarantine or 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 the other quarantine meme that I uh, I laughed at was the whole, you know, anytime someone coughs. Oh, my God. Right? It's real. Though. And I see people actually with T-shirts out in public that say, you know, don't worry, I have allergies or don't worry. I have, you know what I mean? Like I like like it's just a cold or whatever, because anytime anybody coughs in public these days, they think you got that Rona, baby. Well, I just went into Starbucks to grab my coffee. Normally, I do the drive-through, but they don't—they've sold out the the coffee I, I like because I okay. like the holi- one of the holiday drinks. And so I went into this the Starbucks this morning, and a, a girl she had a mask on, but she did cough, and I I switched my head back. <laughs> you can't you can't help it. You can't help it. Like, let me get the heck up out yeah. of here. Yeah, because you just you just know. And, and you know, and then all the, you know, going back to the quarantine memes or the pandemic memes, you know, all of these memes about about the anti-maskers and all these, you know, and, and these things with people not wearing masks and and, you know, the looks and, the you know, they make memes out of everything. So it could be a side eye. It could be a you know, it could be a video where somebody, you know, you know, kick somebody else out of the store and, you know, all these kind of stuff all these kind of things that um, that I've seen on the kind of quarantine or pandemic related memes have been a trip, you know? So, so now we also had the, the work from home zoom calls. So, you know, there's a bunch of zoom call memes, um, especially about that, that there, there's some people have done very inappropriate things. That's right. On zoom calls uh, while their colleagues, uh, they, they must not think that they're, cameras are on and y'all know what I'm talking about touching their their own selves right and uh you know that's when zoom calls go wrong you know so there's several memes out there about uh behavior about <laughs> zoom calls yeah. including all the pictures of the people who are like in shock oh my uh, gosh of the person that's uh, indulging in in their own uh, personal pleasure so you know yeah. No, there, there's a, and, and I would, and I would invite, uh, I would invite anybody out there to go to uh, the Coach and Code podcast and, um, and listen to our, I think it was episode number two, working from home and you'll get a good laugh out of that. But, 
Yes. Um, the Zoom call. Oh, my goodness. So it's from it's means from, like you said, people doing inappropriate things, um, literally with lotion and other items on the call. Um, matter of fact, I think that there's some some actually prominent or some some uh, some politicians I think might have got caught up in that. Um, there are memes where, you know, obviously all of the all of us who have done, you know, are, are in the Zoom call world or in the in the you know, in this virtual meeting world, you know, you know, you are seen from your waist up. So I've seen memes where, you know, people coming into the meeting and the camera is is maybe pointed a little bit further than down further than the waist and they're not wearing, you know, they might be in underwear, they might be in, you know, maybe less. I've seen, oh my gosh. So, you know, I had a um a friend of mine who was telling me about one where the person thought the camera was off and they were eating and they were clipping their toenails and they were doing all kinds of it's it's you know, there's you know, you can go from one spectrum to the other with the zoom call uh, memes, but those are hilarious too. So there was one that my son really liked. I'm going to see if I can get it to play. It's about uh, this little kid. Watch. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white man. Damn, Daniel. Damn. So this kid, Every day would come to school dressed fresh or he would have like fresh Nikes on or it would be he would dress clean. Mm -hmm. So this one kid would be like, damn, Daniel, (laughs) every time he would come in and my son loved it. I mean, he he loved it. No, what he did is when he was in his last year of high school, um, him and his other friends started this. uh, th- this kind of meme type of situation. So every day he would come to school, uh, his friend would take a picture of him or a little video of him in his outfit and basically be like, uh, I think they would, they would say he's frosty or something like that, right. like, or something like that. And it, all the kids around his school started to be like following him and wanting to know what he was wearing every day right, because right, they started right. this little thing and, you know, they were a little popular at school, but you know, um, it's funny because a lot of these kids who now have seen how much influencers have made, right. Yeah, and influencers make a lot of money off of ads and products and also th- things that they can sell because they're cute or popular mm-hmm. or, or whatnot. And so they think that they can be an influencer too, or go viral. And some of them do by just being themselves. Right. Yeah, For sure. For sure. No, it's, that's, that's fun. And, and the, so the damn Daniel one, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to dig into that one a little bit after, after we get done here. But one that you and I have, have talked about a great deal. As a matter of fact, we have another show about this. So those who need to catch up, catch up. But, um, you know, we did a whole thing on the can on, on exposing the Karens, right? The Karen memes. Oh my gosh. There's a million Karen memes out there. And, and, you know, from, from the, uh, you know, um, they're all around privilege and they're all. Around- oh, what a, I know which one that was like real. It went around for a little while was the Karen where the, the photographer, he was taking photographs of a property because he was doing it for a realtor. Yep. And she, she comes up and she's like, 
what are you doing here? What are you doing? And he's like, get out of here, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. doing my job. I'm like, yeah, what I'm working. Like, yeah, what are you, well, why are you taking pictures? He was like, ma'am, you've got to leave. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I have any time for this Karen Bull malarkey today. Yeah, man. Got to go on. And then, what about, oh, yeah. Yeah. So what about um, the, when you wish you were black? What, what is that? What is that one about? What is you that know, one about? So, so, I mean, we all know the famous uh, Rachel Dolezal, right? Who, who, who uh, in the Northwest um, was part of the NAACP and, and had, you know, professed and, and actually um, was in literal blackface for, you know, for, for a number of years and have people, yeah, Yeah. convinced that she was black um, from hair to her feet. And, uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of memes obviously about her, but there's all, she wasn't black. She was white. She was white and she still is white. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, so yeah, so there's a whole, you know, there's a whole series. So, so as you can tell, you know, we we gonna we have lists and lists and lists of of the different kinds of memes and we keep going. But yeah, when when you wish you were black was definitely uh, definitely one out there. And, and another one that you love is the whole when keeping it real goes wrong memes. You know, and the, that came from my good friend. I just love him, Dave Chappelle. The best. If you if you guys remember the Chappelle show, yes, indeed, he had this segment. That was called When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong, where somebody would just do a little too much or be way, too hard. Way too much. Yep. Yeah. And there would be somebody in the room that was way harder than them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, outcome, get... the outcome wasn't what they thought it was going to be. That's for sure. Right. So they'd be trying to keep it real and somebody like shoots them or like beats them up or like slaps them in the face or like embarrasses the hell out of them. Yes, and so there's a lot of memes now that say when keeping it real goes wrong. And it's obviously showing something that happens to you because you think you're, you're really doing it. And then you just get slapped down in front of and super embarrassed because it, it went real wrong for you. So absolutely. And you know, what else is funny is that, and this is kind of related to that, um, you know, the whole, um, there's been since January 6th, there's been a number of memes of some of the rioters or insurrectionists. We like to call them terrorists that, uh, that, you know, couldn't believe. So we call these white fragility or privilege memes, <laughs> but they, they're, you know, they're the memes where, you know, people couldn't believe that they got pepper sprayed. You stormed the Capitol and you got <laughs> pepper sprayed, you know, couldn't believe they got pepper sprayed or couldn't believe they got pushed or couldn't believe that they got, you know, and they're on the news and they're, and they're, they're being doing interviews and they're, you know, I, all I did was step one foot into the Capitol and I got pushed and pepper sprayed, you know, and they, they're going through this whole thing. And there's uh, so many memes. And, and to me, those are hilarious. Uh, they may not be hilarious to everyone, but to me, they're hilarious. Cause I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? But that goes along with the same line of when keeping it real goes wrong. Those writers kept thought they were keeping it real and it's going wrong. Real wrong. So, okay. So now there's also on TikTok now, uh, I'm not on TikTok, but I do see some of these challenges that are coming. That's so right. I wanted to kind of bring them up. Like there's one right now that's called, I think it's the busted challenge. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. That's uh, the hottest oh, thing. Yeah. Girls like just, 
hanging out in her normal clothes, just doing something. And then as soon as like it, it switched over, she's like on the floor, like shaking her butt or like busting down, you know, and doing something like there was one where I guess she was doing the laundry. Her man came in to grab something <laughs> yes, yes. And, then he, and then he leaves and then she gets down on the ground and she's like twerking and you're like, what's happening? There was an in, in my feelings challenge with Drake's song. Kiki, do you love me? Yes. That one was interesting because um, you had to be in a car. People were like, actually, yes. their cars. Yeah, yeah. That, and I was thinking, like, okay, you're jumping out your car to do Kiki, do you love me dance? And you're, you're the driver's driving along. I saw somebody in one of them get busted by the door yeah. or a pole, not realizing yeah. the pole was there as they're trying to go down and do their little dance. Hilarious. And then the level up challenge with Ciara's level up. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of people trying to really do that dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but the busted one, the busted one is good because, like you said, this is this is like the opportunity to like show, okay, well, I'm you know, this is what I look like regular, like you said, clean face, maybe in pajamas or sweats or nothing. And then the, you know, the second, you know, once the music changed, they're in like they're super glammed up, they makeup, hair, outfit is banging but the ones that that like you mentioned that i think are so funny are you know the ones like i saw one where uh the second part was um you know somebody threw like a bible at the the thing like no 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 no, we're not doing that i seen them where the boyfriend or the husband like jump in front of the you know like pull the pull the, the girl out of the things like no 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 you know and then i've seen the kids like what is going on here? So I mean, there's so many of them that that they they've been really creatively done what, to, to you know to highlight some other some other ways that it's been. There's a what is the song? The, there's one where the song has I can't even remember what song it is, but it's a it, it's a song that both of us would know. And on the top, it'll be like clean or dirty, and then it you have to decide which one, and you go to one side or the other, and then. Oh. The, the couple looks confused, but then sometimes they go to the other side because one's dirty, one's clean. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? There's a whole, there's a, so it have, it'll it's have like words on each side. Yeah. And they'll, they'll walk yeah. down and then one, you could go, you know, like sloppy drunk versus clean drunk. Yeah. Or it'd be like, you know, who's, who's, yeah. who's the most, who's the, the messiest versus who's the, yeah. Those yes. I, but it, it has a song to it, which I know it's one of the songs that we relate to or we would listen to, but I can't remember what it is at this time. But so th- there's those. Those are kind of fun to watch. Also, to your point, I've seen a lot of the glam ones where like there's there's somewhere there's a lot of handsome African-American men who are just like in their sweats and then they put their hand to the camera and they're in their suits yes. and they're. Yeah. They're looking real fine. Right, right, right. And right, you get right. to see like how they look when they step out. And you could also the ladies do that as well. And I love like, the, I love the, that one in particular because that one, it's a I think it's an international song, like an international mm-hmm. hit. And so you you I've seen those where they've been, you know, it it's you know, folks in Africa, folks in, you know, India, yeah. folks in all over the, you know, all over the globe are doing that that particular one and that and that one is really really good i love that one too um why do you think why do you think memes you know for us are so funny and so so humorous do we think that 
you know, is it is it because it's so sh- it's such a short clip? Is it because the way that the, it's actually that funny, or you know, is it just that we need it, or what, why do you think that we find them so funny? Well, I think it's kind of like um, songs, right, to us. Like there's 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 a part of us that feel a certain way. We either get to express it or we don't get to express it. But I think it it resonates with us or it hits something in us. Like I, I, I relate it to kind of songs because. There are songs that you really like and you really feel. And then when you listen to the words, you're like, yes, you know what I mean? You really feel it. I think the memes and the things that you see are are humorous, right? But at the same time, you feel it, right? Like you, when my, when you see Michael Jordan crying about something and somebody puts it up as like when you're, you're, you're having to relate to something right. as well, that might be sad or, or might be you know, you want to cry, but you're laughing instead. I think it's like you feel something about, you know, that. And then the other thing that the one that I like, the none of my business one, mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious that people are so hypocritical sometimes of themselves <laughs> that they can't even tell that they're hypocrites. Right. Yeah. I love that because I'm always like, okay, so you want to judge everybody, but you know, but you're doing the same thing as that's none of my business, right? That's because right. you really want to call people out sometimes and be like, you cannot be serious right now. That's what we're doing today. Yeah. But it resonates with you. And so there's some like ironic funniness mm-hmm. about the fact that it's there. And I also think right now, anything that's light and that can make us happy, a lot of us are you know, trying to just get through every day and not go crazy in your homes, you know, or maybe there are other things in your life that are way deeper, way worse that are going on. It just gives you a moment of not having to think about what your challenges may be. And you, you can kind of, you know, laugh or, you know, kind of relate to each other. I think to your point, I think that's a great, um, great way to put it as a great answer because, I was thinking of it very similar to that. I was thinking, you know, why is it so funny to me? And some of it is really because it's a mirror, right? You know, some mm-hmm. of the thing, you know, and, and we're, you know, we're in such serious times to be able to laugh at yourself, you know, and a lot of the memes are the people that are actually doing them are posting them because they're actually laughing at themselves. They're laughing at something they did. They're laughing at, you know, and it could be a, it could have been a, a more serious situation or it could have been, but they they're finding humor in it and they're finding comedy in it and and that kind of thing. Um, And you and I've talked about this before, but, you know, outside of the humor and kind of some of the, the profiles, you know, our beauty and our, you know, our culture and all this kind of stuff are these kind of things. um, Do you think some of them have deeper, like deeper messages? I mean, I I think, yes, I think, I think just like I said, there there are some things like when you look at it and you're relating to it or you, you kind of want to call somebody out, but in a funny mm-hmm. way, I think it adds to the fact that you can do that, right? right. Without making them feel offended, but kind of like, really, you know what I'm saying? Is that what's happening today? Like, that's what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that it helps people and, and for the artist, the person who put it together, right? It helps them to um, express like kind of their, you know, whatever they feel. And I think that that, that is also part of it. I I think you had listed some very serious ones, right. Mm -hmm. That are kind of political messages, me too movement ones and uh, ones that obviously have a deeper meaning or a deeper message that they're trying to 
get out there, you know, and I, I think definitely they're made for that. And I definitely think that they're the, the, I hate to say this, but the attention span of the younger generation is oh, yeah. like 20 seconds. Yeah. You know I'm saying? Yeah. You're lucky if you get them to pay attention for 20 seconds. Right. So I think the TikToks, the, the vine type of situation, the Instagrams, or even the memes, the gifts, all, all of those are just small snapshots where people are going to pay attention. And so if you do have a political message, I do think it's super effective. And, you know, some people say that AOC has been really good at doing this and reaching um, people of her, of her age group mm -hmm. and at the lower voting ages because she is effectively being able to use social media in the way that they also use it, be it gaming or memes or gifts or whatever, where the younger voters are looking to her and not seeing the separation between her and a Mitch McConnell, right? That is way too old for them to even relate to whatever he's talking about. And she's kind of hitting them with a quick, like, yep. what about this? Right. Yep. yep. No, and I love that. And I, I also love the, um, so, you know, one, some of my favorites um, most recently, and, and these are probably on TikToks, um, are some of the indigenous, um, you know, indigenous folks doing, you know, dances in their full regalia and, you know, and, and like really prideful. And, and you know, I've, I've seen a lot more of that in the last, you know, few years, last couple of years um, than I ever seen before. And I know one of them was saying one of them said something about um, he dances because his ancestors were killed by ex when they expressed their you know, their, their culture and express their pride. And so he dances for them and, and those kind of things. And I could obviously relate to some of that. And I, and just relate, you know, from, an, from, you know, African point of view, you know, the fact that, you know, a lot of, you know, our languages and our culture and all that was stripped from us, you know, during slavery and the, and the slave trade. So it, I, I love seeing those. So I love seeing any of the memes and any of the, the TikToks and any of the those those representations that show us, you know, show us people, different people's pride and and you know and and expression of of that. But you know, going to what you were saying about kind of some of the most serious stuff, um, you know, with AOC and the squad, with um, you know, um, you know, indigenous going back to indigenous people against the pipelines and big oil, those those mm -hmm. protests. So a lot of these these memes now have also become, you know, purposefully aware for awareness and for, you know, people to kind of use this particular, um, you know, tool in, in a very short, like you said, that we have 80, all of us have ADHD when it comes to why, you know, the internet and, you know, we flip through channels fast, we flip through websites fast, you know, we scroll through Instagram, you know, super fast and, you know, and so all of these things are, are being shown. And some of the things, you know, some of the ones um, are supposed to be serious, but I think were kind of funny to me, like the Democratic caucus, uh, all in Kente Claus kneeling. I, 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 I understood the purpose for that and why they did that. But I, I actually found some humor in that. What did you what did you remember? I didn't that? see did that. I didn't one? see oh. that one. When you were saying that to me earlier, I didn't see that one. So. Um, I don't know what that I like. I go through Instagram and I, I recent 
I joined Facebook like a couple of years ago, but before that I was not on Facebook. Um, but I, I don't tweet and I, I don't go on to the other stuff. And somebody recently invited me to clubhouse and they were like, you should get on clubhouse because you have a podcast and I think it'll be really good for you. Yeah. And I'm like, no, now I got to get on clubhouse. There's no. another one. Like yeah. there's another one. I've never, um, I, I, I'm not up on the clubhouse thing. I've heard it and I've heard some people say it, but I'm not on there either. What, what is that? You know what that's about? So that's like a, it's in the beta testing, I guess, right now. And so it's like a very exclusive invite only. Huh. Um, uh, I guess you can have discussions in different rooms uh, based on um, likes or interests uh, on different subjects. And it's like a video conversation. Oh, okay. uh, and so a lot of influencers and or celebrities right now are having all these conversations in these rooms. So I think people. it's like. Yeah, so I think, well, some of them are celebrities, so you could be in a room with a celebrity. Right, right, right. I think it's kind of like a what I understand of it, I might get it wrong, is a combination between a Zoom call, basically, mm. and a Insta, like a, not an Instagram, uh, maybe an Instagram conversation, right? Where you can have like a video where there's people talking about a subject and everybody can join Instagram live. It's like a, it's like a Zoom Instagram live, but it's based on like, the club that you're in, right? The mm-hmm. club you're in. So okay. that's what I understand okay. of it. Got you, got you. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been on yet. Um, I've been invited to get on so that we can um, talk about this. Um, I wanted to bring up, though, I think this is a good one to bring up. I have a friend who um, actually started a Facebook type of uh, uh, um, social media engine um, called We Kin Folk. Oh, okay. And th- yeah, and so uh, if anyone's interested, uh, you could go to wekinfloak.com. It is a, a social media platform, but it's meant for people of color, right, to join. Kinfolk. Um, yeah, kinfolk. <laughs> and basically, um, you know, be a part of it. But it, it's pretty um, cool and inspiring because you can do videos, you can do calls, you can do, um, I guess, uh, um you could do like connecting with other people and DMing and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 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 it's supposed to be kind of a platform uh, in, in competition with Facebook, but for people of color. So pretty cool. And I'm pretty impressed by the fact that uh, he was able to do this. Uh, yeah. He had worked uh, in cybersecurity and national security for a long time, but um, his background was in, in computer sciences, right? So this is what he came up with. And so I'm really hoping that it, it does take off but um but let's on on another on another note what what do you think or why do you think that people of color have such great impact uh on the culture of memes and and the challenges that we just kind of brought up during this what do you think that that's about well you know i mean i'm a little bit biased but i just think that we bring the flavor i think we we you know to a to a certain degree and and a heavy degree are, are the culture, right? So, you know, I think we drive it. I think, I think so anything that we do is either mimicked or, you know, or, or, you know, or celebrated or sometimes hated on, but, you know, secretly celebrated and copied, you know? So I think that, I think we just have that kind of that touch and, and, 
you know, and that's why, you know, on every spectrum of it, from the, you know, everything we talked about from the, you know, from the, 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 you know, do it for the vine to the, you going to lose your job to everyone that we've, we've mentioned, you know, and even some, even the, you know, some of the Kermit stuff and some of the other things, you know, we add a little bit of, we add a little bit of flavor to it. And, and so I think that, you know, we've also leveraged it um, to, like I said, you know, with the Me Too movement, with, you know, the George Floyd stuff, with the, um, you know, the global and domestic protests on social justice. We've used that that tool to, you know, kind of speak to those causes and, you know, and, and then, you know, at the same time, balance it with some some really funny, you know, kind of ridiculous things that that, you know, we need also need because, you know, because the times call for us to to laugh sometimes and to, you know, and to, and to kind of enjoy each other. And, and, you know, as I said before, one of the things that I love about them is almost, you know, and some of it is like, we're laughing, you know, it gives a person a chance to laugh at themselves. You know, some of those challenges and some of those things, like people are really like laughing at themselves, how even with the busted challenge you're talking about, you know, they really look busted when they first start that, that, you know, that video and that tape. And so they're, they're exposing things that they would never, ever show the public. And then, you know, and then they obviously come out, you know, super fly at the end of it. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think we are the culture. I think we are the flavor. We need the extra spice. I think it just, you know, I think it, it's, you know, it would be boring in mayonnaise if it wasn't for us. I, I think that as well. I think that, you know, people of color have culture to bring to a situation that um, that they're very clear about and um, that have roots to food, have roots to uh, uh, um, like, uh, you know, holidays, have roots to like uh, reasons for being and even the, you know, some of the dances, the tribal dances that you see come out of yes. indigenous cultures, um, all of that, I think, is really so cool and does bring the flavor. Um, the, the thing that's so interesting, and I've brought this up on other times, is that it's so copied, right? Everything from hair down to the dances, down to the tattoos. Wow. I mean, we oh, can go on and on. Yep. But at the same time, it's it's also they're loathed and hated at the same time. And it often makes me wonder if the if the loathing is is out of jealousy yeah. or out of a fear of revenge. Right. Yeah. So it's either one of those two things. But, you know, I, I always love in Orange County driving up to a white person who's bumping rap music yeah. so loud. I just and, and like rapping to the music. I just want to freaking Yes. And I'm like. Okay, yeah. you could be invited to the cookout. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But, but, but it is interesting. Okay, so why does everyone want to be an influencer or go viral? Because I think it's it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. yeah, no, this is this is our reality, and and the fact is is that, um, you know, I think for a couple things. One, you know, we're we're living in a time where people are stuck in their homes and they're bored and they're and they're you know, but we also are in a time where this whole thing has been has been heavily monetized, 
And, you know, there are kids right now, you know, you ask kids, you know, back when we were growing up, ask us when we were growing up, we might have wanted to be a doctor, a lawyer. You know, we might want to be, you know, there's kids, obviously, from every generation that wants to be a football player, a professional athlete, a singer. You know, there's some, you know, and and, and just kind of the whole gamut. Nowadays, you know, kids want to be a YouTuber. They I know. They want to. That's like the, the career goal. They want to be YouTuber. They want to be an influencer. They want to be a, you know, they want to be these things because uh, because it is a viable um, career and a viable money making, you know, opportunity. And so I think that that's, you know, that's that. And then I also think that, you know, people are comfortable in their in their homes and in their environments. You know, back in the day for you to show your talent, you had to be at the do the talent show at the school or at the community center and get on stage in front of people and really, you know, show your talent, right? New Edition did it, you know, Boys to Men did it, you know, I mean, you had to really do it like that. Nowadays, you know, you could be sitting in your garage or in your, your bedroom and become a international star. So I think that, that yeah. you know, I think people are, are, you know, are down for it like that for some reason. I think so too, but I just hope that the youth of today uh, find at least other interests so that they have something to go on because not everyone's going to go viral. Right. Not everyone's going to make it as an influencer, uh, not to be a Debbie Downer or smash anybody's dreams. But I do think mm-hmm. that um, with every dream, you have to have an alternative path just in case it doesn't work out for you. Um, right. So I, I'm hoping that that the kids of today realize and even not the kids because you know um zion tonight asked me well do you enjoy doing your podcast Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i think it's really cool and he was like well why do you do it i was like i think it's so dope that i'm going to be able to look at back on almost this entire year yeah and listen week by week as to what my thoughts were going through this this moment in history that hopefully never happens again Right, right right But but it's just dope to like be able to have some kind of recording of your thoughts of every type of major moment um, to go back to. So he's like, oh, okay, you know, he didn't really. I don't know if he felt my answer, but whatever. Right. And then, um, so what is positive about the ordinary person being able to express themselves so easily in social media? So we kind of talked about it a little bit, but. But, but what's positive about that? Well, the the interesting thing is kind of what you just said. You know, not only not only do we get to listen to ourselves and kind of what, what what we were going through or what we were thinking during you know this past year, and I've really enjoyed doing this with you. But for me, it's I mean, it's also what you what you shared with me before. Um, you know, it's kind of a, a a legacy a little bit. It's kind of your you know you you know when when we're you know gone. You know, this these recordings are, you know, just like anything that you post on the on the Internet. These podcasts are going to be, you know, an infamy. You know, they're going to be in available in some kind of archive at at some place that somebody, you know, who may be of some interest um, to what, you know, you and I maybe were talking about or maybe what was being talked about during this time. Um, And, you know, and it may it may come out that way. I think so. I think that the positive part about it is that it gives, you know, kind of ordinary people a, a platform and a, and a stage to be able to, you know, kind of express who they are, express what they, what they do. And I think that, you know, on the other end, um, 
you know, using your Debbie Downer uh, terminology on the other end, it's dangerous too, right? Because, you know, if you already are a little bit kind of shy or you already are a little bit, you know, reserved or, 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 you know, low self-esteem and you try it and you put it out there and it gets no likes or it gets no listens or it gets no, you know, then that might send you into further into your cave or further into your, you know, in, into whatever that space is that, um, you know, that you were trying to get out of when you, when you did it. So um, I think that there's, you know, I think that it's for the ordinary person. I think this time in, in media and social media and in, uh, you know, with the internet is a great time for us to have an opportunity to kind of express ourselves and, and put, you know, whatever our thoughts and our thinking and how we think and how we, uh, how we look at the world out there. Yeah. And, and I, I agree. And I also agree. Like we, we don't have a lot of social media that we we've done to open ourselves up. Right. I do have a website, but we haven't really posted there or allowed a lot of people other than, you know, our post to comment. Sure. Um, although I've heard, you know, we've, we've obviously talked to people who listen to the podcast and know how they enjoy it. But I, I you know, I appreciate that I'm kind of just like a thick skin and I don't really care about what people think, mm -hmm. but I can imagine that some drawbacks of being an influencer, the meme or viral culture is that some of it can be cruel and right. mean and people right now in society have really shown us that sometimes their intentions are not, um, kind, right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they say whatever they want. They will criticize you in the way you look. They'll, mm -hmm. you know, say a bunch of cruel things to you and not really think about, you know, what does that mean um, for the person who has the feelings? Right. You know, all of that I think is, is negative about kind of this viral culture, because I do think people do care about the number of likes they get from total strangers that I don't really get why you should care about what they think anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But also negative things that people, the, the bullying that we've talked about in the past on our, our internet gangster one is, it's just, it's kind of gotten a little strange. Yeah. Um, but just to, we only have a couple more minutes that we, until we wrap up. So do you think, uh, what do you think the next generation, uh, will be doing? Like, what do you think that that holds as far as like, what will, what's coming next? Do you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I think uh, I think it'll keep going. I mean, we talked about, you know, we talked about uh, the Vine and we talked about TikTok and we talked about all these things that, you know, we've experienced. And TikTok is, is the, I guess, the newest craze right now. But um, I think there's going to be something else in the next three months. You know, you already put me up on Clubhouse, which I didn't know nothing about. Um, but there's, you know, you need to get with the time. I know, right? where, where am I on that? I, actually, you know, to be honest with you, I think I heard about it. Um, I just wasn't up on really what it was, but um, I just, I, I think that, you know, I think that the beautiful thing about what's going on is that there's some geniuses out there that are, you know, that are just providing tools for people to express themselves and, you know, good, bad, and ugly it's out there. And, uh, you know, I would definitely, I'm definitely, I already pulled up uh, weekendfolk.com. And so I would, you know, I definitely would, I'm going to uh, log into that one just because it's folks and see what, what's happening with that. And, you know, yeah. and, and really just, you know, I mean, I, I think we have to continue to promote that kind of stuff and, and just see what, what it's going to be. But I think, 
um, I think it's super cool that that we have, you know, one, they've given us something to talk about tonight. And I think it's it's also cool that we're going to probably see some things, you know, that that um, that's going to be a trip. I think as technology goes, maybe some of this social media stuff will be like holograms. Or, you know, we'll get, to, yeah. you know, people, it'll be not on screen, but maybe sitting on your desk, you know, and, and uh, or on the table or in your living room, you know, it'll come out like that. I mean, I'm a, you know, kind of sci-fi geek when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I think, well, you I know, we already have cool. holograms. Yeah. A very rich people, you know, Kim Kardashian, uh, Kanye West gave her a hologram of her father saying oh, that he was wow. so proud of her That's on cool. her birthday. That's yeah. Cool. That he was so proud of her that she was following in his footsteps. And and it was a hologram of him that seemed very real, they said. Mm-hmm. And also it was his voice, right? Because they take they took clips of things that he had said yeah. and were able to put it together in his voice so that it spoke to her, even though and they watched it, I think, 20 times, you know, w- when they had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They've done holograms at Coachella, yeah, Tupac. Yep, they've done. yep, yep. Did a whole performance. So yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I think in that that's so dope, because I think one of the things, although you can't capture people's spirits, but one of the things I think that happens after people die and pass on is that you forget what they what their essence is yeah. in ways. Yeah. You keep it in your heart always. Right. right? And right. I know you had a difficult time this last week with right. the passing of your sister. But but the thing is, it's like. I think that we, when we love somebody and we lose them, we want to carry them in our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. And we and we do, but we lose their their voice and some of the things about them. Um, and I think that body language and yeah, yeah. And so the memory stays with you, but it, it fades over time. Um, speaking from experience of losing my father, it's, right. it fades over time, and I if I could just see him talk to me one more time as an adult, I think that that's so dope. Right. I really think that that's so dope. And I'm hoping that the future looks like that because if it does, I think people will deal with grief differently. People have lost children and stuff like that. will deal with grief. Yeah. Still deal with the grief, but they'll feel something has gone on. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. I know I get like, look, we're talking about memes, and then all of a sudden at the end, I'm no, like, that's, that's yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, that's important, man. And I and um and I love the thought about that. And I know we talked about, but we're also just talking about how you know how how technology and these platforms and all these things um you know provide us with uh with outlets. And so I hope that that happens too. That would be that would be super cool. Um, and it's probably available we just don't know and we just don't have the or we can't afford it yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. whoever's creating this you need to make it okay for the consumer because yeah. you could make a killing yeah 1099 let's get it ten dollars and ninety nine cents <laughs> anyways thank you see for the convo thank you all for listening to the code and code podcast and we look forward to talking to you again peace peace What you gonna do?